Welcome back to Not Fit for the Final. We are so sorry for the delay. We, between birthday celebrations Somebody and... had a birthday or something? I don't know. Guys, it was me. I had a birthday. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was Emily. She had the birthday. Um, but yeah, so welcome back. Um, thank God my birthday fell on a two-part, uh, two-episode shindig. I know. Um, I got so lucky. Like, thank you, MTV. That's very sweet of you to do for us. Taylor Swift didn't do anything for my birthday, but MTV did. It's okay. Um, 1989 is coming October 1st. You'll be okay. Maybe maybe we'll start a Taylor Swift podcast. If if (laughs) you guys would listen. If you guys would listen, let us know. Um, But anyways, welcome back. Uh, As always, I'm Emily. Oh, I'm Lindsay. Forgot my name for a sec. And so, guys, for my birthday, Lindsay did get me a real mic. So hopefully we sound really good this episode. Yes, that's the idea. Uh, we're hoping, praying. Um, but here we are. We're here to talk about episode eight tight, and a little bit of episode seven. Episode seven was titled Alien, and then episode eight was titled Uncle C.T. Both titles, thanks to Emmy. Thanks, Queen. <laughs> good job, Emmy. Proud of you. But we are going to get right into this week's episode. It was only an hour long. Um I guess we'll start with a little bit of background for what happened last week, um, and then we'll get into you know all the drama that happened this week. Because even just, though it was only an hour, it was jam packed with stuff. Just so, the highlights, you know. You know, last week we did in our episode titled "Alien." Um, honestly, we didn't have a lot go on. No, we didn't even get to the chamber clearly. So all we had really was a daily, and then some funky, fun house stuff going on a little bit. Yeah. Kicking it off, um, we are going to jump around a bit because nobody gives a shit about the ugly stuff that nobody cares about. <laughs> the most important thing that happened pre-daily, our little date, Nanny the, and the Casey. Nanny Casey date, so cute. First of all, MTV is wrong for playing a Tegan and Sarah song <laughs> during this. I'm like, y'all air one lesbian date and you're going to play Tegan and Sarah. I was like, come on. Come, like, come on. It, Lindsay's, like, she's it been just, ranting about this for two weeks. Yes, <laughs> because it was unacceptable and it ruined my experience. Anyway. Um, yeah, we have Casey set up this cute little surprise date for Nani. There's like rose petals leading them into the cabana, which is apparently seeing a lot of action in this house. Um, I know. I want to know how many people fucked in the cabana. Because I bet Gary, I it was at least one couple. It was at least one couple. Tally. There's got to be a tally. Um, it's a little bit in view of the house, as we saw with everyone like leaning out their balconies, like clapping for like Nani and Casey and shit, which was really cute. Um, Very but yeah, cute. We, this has been a long time coming for us, we've, for us Nani and Casey fans. We've seen it all over social media since the season wrapped. Um, they weren't shy about the fact that they got together. We did know that there was a little bit of drama, a little bit of flirtation going on for in seasons past since Casey's first season. Um, obviously, they were both in relationships. You know, they're finally both single. Shit happens, but they've been all over Nani and Casey's Instagrams together talking, you know, about how much they love each other, how much they've been hanging out. It's very clear that they're romantically involved. So we finally got to see how that actually played out on the challenge. Seemed to be a very cute date that Casey planned herself. Everybody knew about it. Nani had no idea. There were chocolate-covered strawberries sticking to a plate. It was very cute. It was very cute. Um, And so, you know, we got our little entry to the little Casey Nani love book story. Hopefully we get to see more of that over the next couple of episodes um, in the challenge. Um, Nothing else really too important happens before the daily. True. Right? I mean, maybe, but I don't remember. That was a week ago. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I just watched the episode today. I still don't know. So, whatever. Um, Moving on. Then we get to the daily. I don't know what I hate. I didn't even know what it was called. It's Um, called Turning Agents, which we've already had a daily called Flipping Agents. Like, let's get creative here. Also, no more runways. No more cars. No more trucks. I'm done. I say this every episode, but I'm done. Yeah. Honest, it was a disappointment of a challenge. It was pretty much a disappointment of a challenge. Um, I feel like I didn't even know what was going on half the time. I didn't know what they were looking for in these symbols, in these numbers. I didn't know how they got their codes. The gist of the challenge was that there were two cars going in opposite directions and there were symbols planted or pasted on the side of a semi truck. And they were, the cars were, and the, the agents were trapped facing opposite directions, laying down on the hood of the sedan type car. And the car was doing donuts and they had to get a code to open a safe where they pushed a button and then the fumes came out of the exhaust and then they were colorful and then they win. I don't know. (laughs) As far as dumb challenges they do with cars for no reason, this one actually I think required some skill instead of just luck. Um, But like, wasn't my favorite. So we could just... Another one of those challenges too where 
every heat's the same and you have no concept of what time it is. And exactly. You have no idea who wins till TJ goes, oh my God, it was between these two people and oh my God, cut to commercial. And then, oh my God, you're the winner. Yeah. That's it. The, that's the formula every single time. Um, long story short, it ends up being between Fessy and Esther and Casey and Emmanuel. Casey and Emmanuel pull it off and Classic. they are the new agency. Ta-da, boom. Wow. Long time coming. Happy to see it. Honestly, uh, they did seem to get it done really quick. Yeah. Josh and Ashley also got it done really quick earlier on. That was like, I didn't even see Fester and um, Fester. That's Fester. actually what I'm just going to call them. They're uh, just Fester. I didn't see Fester, you know, get their shit done that quick, but I guess they did. Um, whoop de doo Casey and Emmanuel win. Let down of a challenge. I would have liked to have seen them won like an epic challenge, like a mini final or something like that, because I think they could have done it. This they still kind of- will. Probably, yeah. but this was just a bit of a letdown for the first Emmanuel Casey challenge, yeah. in my opinion. Whatever, nothing you can really do. Um, but yeah, they win. Whip to do. Um, head back to the house. I don't even know what happens after that. Honestly, oh, I, it just doesn't really matter. Who cares? Let's just get to the fun. Yeah, Let's really quick. Actually, really quick sidebar. Um, we have this little regarding Emmy. She's a bit of a focal point throughout this whole true, episode. True. She is a singer. She sings a song. I don't oh, about being an alien. Yeah. yeah, they go to the bar. That's kind of where we'll go next because that's where things start. I, I thought think. you know Best when she like, will say she was like, "I'm gonna sing my song." It was actually really cute to watch like Amanda and Ashley dress her up and stuff. Yeah, that um, was cute. And her dress like, was fire. I want yeah. her dress. I was honestly a little bit worried about her though um especially when she like stage dove i was like girl you're gonna be naked under there anyway um <laughs> she, she pulled it off i don't know yeah, how she pulled it off um but yeah and she also we come to learn about um emmy she's really close with the men well yeah they're both from romania correct did i make yes. that up yes. yeah so they're very close very clear they're hinting at some sort of you know alliance between the two of them a friendship possibly because you know Emmanuel's in the agency. Yeah, we don't I think, know. Maybe I think Emmanuel calls her like his little sister or something. Yeah, really there's cute a, moment. There's a little relationship uh, between Emmy and Emmanuel. And then we also have Emmy obsessed with CT. She calls him Uncle, Uncle CT. CT. Um, it's honestly, I don't know what Fessy sees in this girl to take her under his wing, but I'm not going to judge. He's won a lot of times. I'm not going to judge it. <laughs> he has a good intuition about her. I'll. CT likes her. Fine. I mean, fine. The entire cast, I've said this a couple times, the entire cast seems to like this girl. So there's clearly something that doesn't translate well to TV. It kind of did in these episodes. Yeah. But like in the previous episodes, there clearly was something that like we weren't getting, but the rest of the cast was getting. Because even like on social media, like all the girls were like, no, we love Emmy. So like she clear, she clearly is like a I fun feel person like... to be around. And she's she seems to be a strong competitor too. Yeah. It seems to, honestly, she... I feel like the reason she didn't translate so well to TV is because the first two episodes she in, she's in, they frame her as a drama queen. They portray yes. her in maybe, right, sure. They frame her as a drama queen and this go-getter, like, oh, I'm going to stir the pot. Like, I'm going to be and have my hand in everything. And then it sort of boils down after these two episodes where she has her little outburst and whatever. And it ends up she's just a baby. Like, she's a baby of the group. She's a, she's a child, yeah. She's, like, she's simply just a child. It's she not like the entire house's little sister. Right. And so I think that's where the appeal comes from, from a lot of people. We just didn't see it that way because we weren't shown it. Yeah. We were shown her being a drama queen, so we were, like, ew, annoying. We were shown her going after my survivor people. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. But, <laughs> yeah, no. All around, very cute situation with Emmy Emmanuel, M.E.C.T. She's clearly developing relationships in the house that matter. Um, but moving into the nightclub, uh, Lindsay, why don't you take it over from there? Um, we're talking last week's nightclub or this week's nightclub? Last week's nightclub because that's where everything club. starts. Is it where it starts? I honestly don't remember where it started. Um, oh, well, we have Emmy sing her song. They're all yep. dancing, have a good, having a good time. We have a little um, Amber and Jeremiah action. We have a little action between Esther and Josh. <laughs> Josh and Esther. <laughs> Confusing because Fessy and Josh are on opposite planes still. They are still fighting over the whole Amber being going into elimination thing. Um, all around messy, 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 messy things starting. Honestly, um, Josh is a king for that. He's growing on me, this kid. <laughs> I love Josh. Even after the later episodes too, I, even after this most recent episode, I still love Josh. We I don't do, shit. We, we get a little preview of BB Josh. Um, we do get a preview of BB this, Josh. Um, yeah. Which can't stand, but anyway, continue. We'll get to that. 
but yeah, no, you can tell that there's tension brewing. Um, there's some comments made about Amber talking again about how she was blindsided. Um, that was Amber's, you know, go to, she stood on her soapbox the whole episode. She was, I'm not saying she wasn't. I'm so confused as to everyone saying that she wasn't like this girl had no idea because Josh didn't know. And since Josh didn't know, he was reassuring her the whole time that she was fine. So why wouldn't she believe him? I don't think it was the fact that she was, I don't think anyone's aside from Fessy disagreeing with the fact that she was blindsided. No, I think the girls are, are saying it too. Esther and Berna were both oh. like, what is she talking about? But she literally, what? I'm literally so, sometimes I just want to be in this house and know what the hell these people are talking about. Yeah. It was definitely clearly a miscommunication or something. Like people thought that Amber knew she was being thrown in and because it was a big talk of the house. But I think what the issue was, was that Amber thought that Josh had changed Fessy's mind. Well, so they were like, oh, both, we're in the clear. Both Amber and Josh were under under the assumption that Amber B was not an enemy of the Big Brother Alliance. Whether or not she was in it is a different question, but that she wasn't an enemy of it. Therefore, why would we go after her before we're even going after other vets? So yes, I think she d- did feel blindsided. And so that's why I'm very confused as to why some of the rookie girls in this house just can't stand her or calling her fake or completely out to get her. I'm like, what did she do to you? All she did was show up. Like, there have been times, like, in Double Agents, where Amber B was stirring the pot, where she was promising things to people, not following through. But this season, she hasn't done that. So how couldn't the rookie girls have a problem with her already? Like, every time Berna gives a confessional about her, I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah, I don't honestly know. Um, I find Amber B annoying. I've never liked her. Um, she just rubs me the wrong way. A little bit of a drama queen, whatever. And I do think that she was really playing the role of the victim not saying she wasn't one here because she definitely was fessy was a dick he should not have done what he did he blindsided her 100 did she whine and complain and yeah yeah a little bit much for me sure absolutely you're blindsided get over it kind of thing but the reason this is such a big deal is because in the club they amber starts making her little comments you know blah 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 blah, blah. i was blindsided fessy is over here in his one side amber's on the other everybody's trying to tell them like, you guys should just have a conversation. You guys should just talk it out, like squash the beef, get it over with. Like, this isn't worth it. The vet Alliance is going to crumble because they are both still part of this big vet Alliance that is struggling to hold on right now a little bit. So there's all this talk, blah, 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 blah. And then everyone heads back to the house and it's a pizza bonanza. There is a common theme in the challenge of pizza becoming more problematic than it needs to be. Um, if you'll recall um, Brad and Marie and the pizza thrown on Brad while he's having sex, they're just a occasion after one. a ca- occasion. My pizza one. causes problems in the challenge house. So Amber B, I guess, why do we keep calling her Amber B? There's no Amber M this season. Anyway, Amber, I guess, is like really excited about her mozzarella pizza. She doesn't want to eat meat. So she only specifically wants this mozzarella pizza. And then she comes back to the kitchen after popping it in the oven to discover it's been eaten the mozzarella pizza has been eaten she's like i don't want any of these other pizzas i don't want to eat meat that was my favorite yeah, line that she we got. didn't want to eat meat and so then we have a couple of veterans who are bored and like fucking with people especially <laughs> when it comes to pizza the two best people in the house that could have been involved in this were they were perfect choices rhymes with dory both um, of them both of both them, of them. Um, Corey and Tori decide that they're going to pin this pizza theft on Fessy. First of all, I, for one, want to know who actually ate the pizza. Um, second of all, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll find out in the aftermath. We haven't watched it yet because we're recording, but maybe they'll find out in the aftermath. Um, about Pizzagate. Um, Devin Simone definitely will be asking. Devin, Devin Simone will, will be asking that question. She will be asking. <laughs> she will get to the bottom of it for us, I believe it. But yeah, so they decided to pin it on Fessy because it's funny because Amber and B and Fessy are beefing. So it's like, haha, Fessy ate your pizza. And I think Amber knows that that's not the truth either. It's clearly a joke. The way Tori right. frames it, it's clearly right. and a joke. I think Amber knows that, but it opens the door for Amber and Fessy to be having a drunken, emotional conversation. Correct. And that's when shit blows up quite literally blows up. Um, We have, you know, a conversation starting between Amber and Fessy. Amber's all, you blindsided me. Why could you do this? You knew I was on your side. You knew I was willing to fight for you. Fessy then is standing still, absolutely stubborn. It's like talking, Amber's like talking to a fucking wall. My favorite, I didn't blindside you. I didn't blindside, but 
babe, babe's like, yes, you did. did. I don't know how to tell you. I don't know how many times you got to watch this game. Yes, you did. Yeah. You've been blindsided. You did it to Nelson last time. It was a whole thing. Nelson gets dragged into it. Um, but yeah, drama keeps exploding. Drama keeps exploding. And we get Josh involved. Yeah. At some point, someone's like, go get Josh. And I'm like, no, please leave Josh alone. <laughs> Josh doesn't need one, to be here. The most single-handedly, I would argue, the most reactive person in the house. Yeah, let's go yeah. get him. Let's never let's, let's never him. insert Josh into a fight ever because we all know what's going to happen, which is it's going to escalate. So it does escalate. Amber's in Esther's face. Esther's in Amber's face. Yeah. Josh Esther is in Fessy's face. Involved. It's because Esther doesn't like Amber because A, she... Think so highly of Fessy because they've been good partners together. B, like Amber's going for her too because Esther said her name as well. So they're just now there's like eight fights going on. I don't know what order of events happened to be honest. It's a blur, but a drink is thrown. Esther throws a drink at Amber. Um, Amber throws a so I believe it gets to a point where. It looks to me like Amber is just trying to talk to Fessy. She doesn't care what Esther has to right. say. She doesn't care that Josh is involved. She's like, look, I'm trying to have a conversation with you man to man. Like, I'm not trying to have a conversation with you person to person. Like, this is between you and me. We clearly have an issue. We got to figure it out because I'm not doing it anymore. And somehow Esther gets involved, gets defensive. And Esther just kind of keeps going for Amber. And I think that Esther got pissed that Amber wasn't paying attention to her. Yeah. And I think, you know, Josh started getting involved, whatever. And I think Josh going against Esther too, really probably threw her off because they were literally just making out. Yeah. Um, but he, I like, he wasn't yelling at Esther. He was like trying to get through to her and be like, do you see that you're on the wrong side of this? Yeah. Because he, he does like Esther and he did want to still be, you know, buddy, buddy with Esther, but she was defending Fessy. And he was like, how do you not see what he did? Right. It was just all around really, really messy. The only person I really respected in the whole fight was uh, Amber, which... Yeah, she she kind of kept her hands clean in this whole thing. She did. She tried to keep her cool. She literally... I mean, don't get me wrong. She got emotional. She got in there. She got in yeah. Bessie's face, for sure. She got in Esther's face, for sure, especially after Esther gets throws a drink on her. Um, respectful. Like, fair enough. Like, I would get pissed off if somebody threw a drink in my face. Um but yeah, no, Amber really keeps her cool. She's like, I'm just trying to tell you how I feel and I need an apology. Like that's pretty much all the only yeah, grounds she's standing on. Her and Esther, even while Josh and Fessy are still like duking it out, her and Esther do have a conversation that's like pretty mature. Like Esther's yeah. not like totally over it. And I don't think Amber is either, but they both kind of I look think at Esther each other and they're like, do you see that we don't need to be doing this? And they both were like, yeah, we don't need to be doing this. The other person mixed up in the middle of this is Amanda because of her relationship with Fessy, because of her relationship with Josh, because of her relationship or non-relationship to Amber. So yeah. we see Amanda sort of bouncing around the middle of this for a while. Yeah. It eventually comes to a point where things sort of die down around Amber. Amber kind of removes herself from, gets removed from the situation or removes herself. It's kind of unclear because as Esther's removed from the situation immediately after she gets somewhat physical towards um, Amber mm -hmm. with throwing the drink. Um, so she's removed. And then it kind of is just, just the three of them. And then I think at that point, Amber kind of chooses either to remove herself or lets herself be taken out of the situation yeah. because the men in the situation just can't stop. Because Josh these is two, these yeah. two are the most proud people I think that have ever appeared on television. And so once it gets ramped up, neither one can back down. I think too, in this specific situation, Josh is also one of the most hurt in the yeah. fact that it's Josh, his emotions can't handle it. They're running high. He absolutely was not backing down for this. I do respect Josh 100%. He was clear. This man was slurring his words. He was shattered. Yeah. You can tell by the look on his face, he's still drinking. Somebody hands him a water at some point yeah. just because he's that bad. He, this man is, he's emotional as hell, but he is still getting his point across. Yeah. And he, he is coherent. Josh, Josh has grown on me since his like big brother win. Like he does have a moment like in within this fight where he's like on a couch, like saying stuff in like a sing-songy voice, which is like, we'll get there. That is big brother, Josh. Um, right. That is what he was like on big brother, banging pots and pans together. It's what he was like <laughs> on his first season. Um, so he's not usually like that anymore. So I was a little disappointed to see that. But other than that, you're correct. He was like very eloquent somehow in like trying to just say, dude, I was hurt. Like we're yeah. friends. We're brothers. Why are you, why are you doing this to me? He was willing to kind of, I think, take his ego and his persona of being this big tough guy down for a minute and be able to be like, you were my friend and what you did fucked me up. And I need you to realize that. And Fessy wasn't backing down. Security ends up getting involved just to keep them apart. Nothing to pull them away from each other and move, dis like disperse the situation. It's more so to kind of keep a distance, a barrier between them. 
it doesn't work. Um, Fessy ends up, I think hearing enough of Josh because what Josh is saying is true. Um, and I think he just gets so sick and tired of hearing the fact that Josh is, you know, so hurt in all of that. He pushes his face. He takes his hand and he smushes it into Josh's face in order to push him away from it. It's not even caught on the real camera. Really? You, they keep showing this angle of a, it's clearly like a big brother security cam that, catches it the the real angle where you see no, Fessy I, I, put his- I remember a real camera like an well, actual camera like of of his hand making contact with Josh's chin um, it's hard to see because the security's in the way a little bit but the, the one that they kept going back to where it was the most clear was like this cornered kind yeah. of upper cam that they were using for probably just for like surveillancey type stuff yeah um but it's very similar to what you would see on like a big brother camera yeah. and you can very clearly see that the only person to make contact with somebody is else is Fessy. Yeah. And he takes his hand, smushes it into Josh. He's pushed back. And that's when security is done. They remove Fessy from the situation. They pull Josh gets defensive for a minute. He clearly puts his hands up to, you know, fight back or whatever. It doesn't seem like he makes any sort of retaliation or any sort of effort to hit Fessy back. He just kind of gets defensive. Um, and then Fessy's taken out and Josh, this is when Josh goes on his little big brother rampage where he's like, ha ha. Ha ha, yeah. you loser, you caved, I didn't. Like, this is when he's jumping on the couch, um, whatever. And then this is when, I don't know who it is, but in the middle of Josh's little celebratory, whatever, I can't remember if it's Casey or Amanda or someone that comes up to him and tries to like calm him down. I think it was Amanda. I honestly. think it's Amanda, yeah. But she comes to him and she's like, you're being a fucking idiot. And that yeah. sets Josh, Josh off again. Yeah. I just think this was because he was drunk and still hurt. Absolutely. Um, and he just got his face pushed in. I would be pissed off too. Yeah, by a dude that's supposed to be your friend. Right. And so he's sitting there like, oh my, like blah, blah flips out ends up smashing this glass either of water or the drink that he had in his hand whatever it was ends up smashing it on the ground very aggressively he gets pissed off again he's he's lucky that didn't take him out a la like camilla and tony like just like doing shit like that he's he's lucky i don't know camilla's tony was very much threatening right partner. but camilla got taken out at the same time too for you know throwing shit around and and throwing right. furniture and just being destructive and like violent yeah. not necessarily towards a person so josh i think i am under the impression that he is lucky that he got to stay in after this yeah i don't know what the we maybe we can talk about that in a minute but yeah. pretty much after this the night ends there's no things disperse other than the fact that you know actually that's not true the night does not end the fighting ends yeah everyone kind of goes gets undressed from their party clothes gets water washes faces brushes teeth whatever and then we end up sort of having two groups one group is the big brother alliance back together again all of a sudden having a moment um of like i don't know if it was casey that put them in that situation or nani because i don't think i didn't i don't even remember seeing casey in the room but nani's definitely no not casey was in the room she sat it was basically um Fessy and Josh sat next to each other on bunk beds. Yeah. Casey was in the far in between the two sets of bunk beds. And then Nani was on the other bunk bed across from them. So it seemed yeah. to be the four of them. Yeah. Um, somebody else might've been in the room. There as was well. definitely, I think there was like a Devin or a CT or someone in the room too. It was someone random. Cause I literally was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Or like um, Kyle like or something. Moment. It was someone dumb. And I'm yeah. like, why are you here? You don't make sense to be here right now. Um, but yeah, they have a little moment. Josh is, this is when Josh starts to really get emotional. Again, I think it was the drinking. I think Josh was a lot more drunk than they no, let on. Jo- like Josh is always emo- an emotional guy. Like he's never been afraid to like put it, wear his heart out on his sleeve, which I think is why he keeps like getting stomped on by some of the guys in the challenge because mm-hmm. he's an easy target. So yeah, yeah I, I think, I don't think this is just because he's drunk. I think that he really genuinely, all of this hurt he's been feeling like since Fessy voted, said Amber's name is has like come to a head and he's just letting it all out yeah it's clearly a moment but fessy and josh end up having a little bit of a makeup moment it's like halfway josh is like i need time to think of fessy's like i'm sorry yeah he knows his ass is on the line does he say that um i don't even know if he says i'm he, sorry i'm I just gonna go he, with no but he goes in there and he like tries to give josh a hug and josh is like get off of me yeah He's like, I'm going to let you sit here and we can try and talk, but don't touch me right now. No, Nani and crying so, when Josh started crying was literally the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen. I was like, that oh. Was, that was sad. I felt really bad for Nani pretty much. I felt so bad for time. Josh. I felt bad for Josh like this whole season because the kid yeah. hasn't even done anything stupid yet and everyone is still like fucking with him. 
not gonna lie i kind of hope he wins yes but this is josh's anyways, season i would really like for this to be josh's season because no offense no other season will ever look like this king no other season. <laughs> no wait, this is the best he's been doing even though he's in like, this right now this is the best chance he has don't lose it don't blow it um but yeah they end up having a moment and then in the living room we have our antagonizers and then amanda calls amanda them out. and ashley and you know the drama queen like yeah. you know the what are they what did she call them the satan, satan sisters satan sisters <laughs> the best thing when they tried to dress up emmy but yeah they basically are sitting on the couch and basically there was a crossover halfway through this episode right when fessy puts his hands on josh's face that's when That's episode when we get to this week. seven yeah. ends and then episode eight begins. So now we are in episode eight. This is how episode eight kind of kicks off. And so we then have, you know, the two, uh, the group in the living room and Amanda is really, really bold. And Lindsay, do you want to talk about it? I love mom, Amanda, because she has now gone from using her power for evil to using her power for good. Like she's just like, she used to stir the pot for fun, but now she like calls people out when they're being dicks. And I absolutely, I've, Amanda is another one that like originally I was like this girl's a psycho but then every single season I was like you know what I'm with Amanda I, I think if you like go back through the archive of my tweets you'll find the exact moment where I was like yes Amanda <laughs> and I think it was like invasion of the champions or something like it was a while ago but um yeah. yeah she she like mom Amanda comes out and she's literally like scolding Tori and Corey she's like you did not need to do that like you know what yeah. you did and like Tori kind of is like yeah you you got me like Corey and I are stirring the pot, but we're bored and drunk. What do you want? Yeah. And Corey kind of gets defensive. He, I saw old Corey. I saw women hating Corey there for a minute and he starts Sorry, yelling what, at Amanda. Corey? And I was like, oh, do you not remember when he would like just take advantage of women and yell at them all the time? I thought you said hitting. No, no, no. Women hating. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> did not know no, that no, about no. Corey. No, no, no. Not hitting. Oh my God. MTV would be like, no, bye. That's why I was confused. No, back when Corey used to like take advantage of his situation, sleep with a bunch of women and then yell at them when they tried to call him out on his bullshit. That Corey, that's the one I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, no, big to do, big whatever, blah, blah, blah. And props to them. They're both kind of ashamed. They're like, oh, sorry. Yeah, because they know. <laughs> and then we like, do- We just thought it was funny that her pizza was gone and now yeah. people are hitting each other and Josh broke a table. <laughs> no, and then we- <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at the voice you made. Um, no, but yeah, so that they have a little moment. And then we also, in the midst of this, get, we mentioned it earlier a little bit, a little Esther, Berna, Amber conversation. Yeah, but like not together. Yeah, they're all together in the same. It's what? Berna being the mediator. They were outside. <laughs> I, oh, I, we already talked about that. Yeah, but that's the whole situation where basically Amber's like, you don't understand. Back the fuck up. Yeah. I know you know you think I know you think you know what you're talking about, but you're not. What you did was disrespectful and you should own that shit. And then we get like eight Berna confessionals where she's just like, Amber is the worst person alive. And I'm like, Berna, literally, what did this girl do to you? Like she Amber walks in a room and Berna's like, I personally feel attacked and offended. And it's like <laughs> I'm genuinely I would love to like if I had one of those like little lunch table things in front of me, I would pick the one with Berna at it just so I can ask her what her deal is. Like what is shoved up her ass that she just has such a problem with Amber. I'm like, I want to know what piece of bacon that you were craving that Amber pulled off the tray. Like, I just want to know what, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I can think of. It's like something stupid. Oh, did she pick the color toothbrush you wanted? Like, did she, she get took to that, the bunk like bed you wanted when you first got to the house? Like, stop. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, what did this girl do to you? And so, you know, they have a little moment and Esther, honestly, throughout that whole conversation, where she's like amber's like i'm a woman you're a woman why the fuck would you disrespect me like that yeah why would you put us down like that and esther honestly looks like she's like shit man i think you're right like i think i took it a little too far this is she's where like, in this episode we separate the women from the boys um yeah. and the women are able to maturely resolve their fight night of instead of sulking for an entire day correct but yeah that's pretty much how the oh and then we have this weird little moment with amber b and ed yeah, Amber, Ed, and I think Priscilla too. Yeah, it's like a random person. Which and I was Amber's like crying, and like Ed and Priscilla are like group hugging her. It's yeah. kind of cute. It's I don't think it was Priscilla. No, it was Priscilla. Oh, it was. Um, but yeah, no, very bizarre little thing. I was like, interesting. We'll let it be. We'll let it live. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but that's pretty much where the night ends. There's not much else that happens until nope. the next day. Yeah, that was that was the big 
big blow up of the season, probably. Yeah, that or the at least the big blow up in the early part of the season. Yeah. That was clearly the thing they were building up for. Absolutely. But yeah, then they all go night night. Good night. Good night. The birds are chirping. The sun is up. It is morning in the challenge house. Um, and boy, do we have some things to take care of after last night. Um, Welcome back to your uh, regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. We are back on track. Good morning, everyone. Um, so first sort of thing we got going on in the house um, is Emmy and Emmanuel sit down, having a little alliance member to alliance member chat. Um, and moment. Emmy's saying, you know what I want to do? I want to steal Uncle CT. Actually, she says this to him, but then she also says it in a bedroom full of vets where she's like, give me Uncle CT or give me death. And they're all like, yeah. oh. It's it's almost like she feels the need to kind of run it by Emmanuel first to make sure that yeah. he's going to, you know, be on her side for this and do what she asks. Well, it is ultimately his decision too. So Right. So she wants to make sure that she's not out of the woods crazy. Wink, wink, Taylor Swift, in case you're Stop dropping it. that on Friday. Um <laughs> But yeah, she's not crazy. She's like, hey, would you be like down for this? Because this is kind of what I'm feeling. And yeah, no, she, they have a little moment. I think it's so funny that she signs her name in Sriracha. In hot sauce. Because she says when it's in hot sauce, it's real. I believe it. I love myself some good Sriracha. Waste of Sriracha, though. I hope they use that on the cutting oh, board. They can just order more. True. That's the challenge. Disappointing. But yeah, they have a little moment. Yeah, so that's we find out that's Emmy's plan. So she's like willing to go into this elimination because she's like, I'm a ditch Huey and I'm gonna pick the best dude here, CT. Who did um, that last week? Somebody else did that last week or two weeks ago. That was somebody else's idea too. I think it was also Huey's partner. No, I think it was, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Where the fuck it happened like two weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago, and someone was like, I'm going down there to pick my partner. Yeah, which not a bad plan. Anyway, Logan, it was Logan. Oh, yes. And Logan ended up with, ended up with Nani. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, our big brother boys, Josh and Fessy, um, are having a more sober and less emotionally fueled heart to heart. Um, it's also on the couch where Devin and Kyle had to have their little makeup session. Aw. This is like clearly a little like makeup session. It's couch. the boy couch. It's the bromance couch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Josh and Fessy talk. Josh is like, it just really hurt, dude. Like, we're brothers. You put your hands on me also after gets, you betrayed me. They get so emo. They do. And then Fessy's like, bro, I'm a loser. I lose at football. I lose at Big Brother. I lose at the challenge. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you are a loser. You like, are. You're a when, are you gonna, when are you going to stop having the attitude of someone who's won everything ever? Like, when you've literally won when, nothing. When you know. You know you're a loser. Yeah. I love this, though. He literally gives Josh all the credit. He's like, you've won big brother like you've done these things like you like you are here for the right read like basically he just applauds josh and i'm like finally you fucking see it you've yeah. been walking all over him for three seasons to be like, fair ugh. in fessy's defense never thought i'd say that but what? in fessy's what are defense you saying? what are you saying if you haven't seen a season of big brother but if i had experienced that his alliance basically in short um evicted themselves like week after week after week like they were losers like it was it was real bad. Like they are like a meme in the Big Brother community, like that alliance. So yeah, if I was Fessy and that was my first entrance into reality TV and I'm that competitive of a guy, I would carry that with me throughout the rest of it too, because it was bad news. Karma. Yeah, right. But yeah, so they do have this sort of mature conversation. It seems like we end on a little resolved note between the two of them, at least like at this point, which is a good thing because they both know that there is a risk that they will not be in this house tomorrow because of everything that went down the night before. Yeah. So the whole house is tense. They're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's literally, it's like everybody's waiting in the waiting room of a hospital for someone to come out of surgery. Yeah. And it's like the most grim outlook for surgery. You could, it's like a, it's like a point zero 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 one chance of coming back and they're all walking around they're like nervously playing pool someone's like in the kitchen making like nervous eating like yeah. i don't like it's a whole bunch of like where's tj when's when's he gonna come like where's tj it's very like it's very intense i can tell that they were all on the verge of just shitting their pants yeah. all of them they're all they get to a point where they're all on the couches together they're like yeah. he's not here yet do we think we're in the clear no like, he's coming yeah yeah it's also weird because i think you could kind of tell that they were, were tipped off to something being really really wrong because i think they would have been in the chamber by now 
They would have been prompted yeah. to go in yeah. there a while ago. Yeah. Usually it that happens in the morning and then they go to elimination that night. And it, I mean, by the time I'm they're sure all they crowded knew- around at the couch, though, it's sunset. It's yeah. like I'm it's sure late they in the knew day. anyway because Fessy right. put his hands on Josh. Production had to get involved. Like I think they knew. Um, that it would at least be addressed anyway regardless of like the schedule getting shifted around but yeah eventually tj does show up and he's like y'all know it's not good when i have to come in the house and then he issues some um some ominous statements to some very stern scolding yes he speaks to esther um and he's like girl that was messy um does he say anything i don't think he says anything really to amber he doesn't make any comments towards Amber. He no. only makes comments towards Bessie, uh, Bessie Josh, and uh, Esther. Yeah. Esther, he is straight up disappointed. He was like, that was completely out of pocket, completely out of hand. You crossed the line and you shouldn't have done it. You're lucky to be here. It was very... Um, well, I'm trying to think of a specific reality host and it's absolutely leaving my brain right now. But when they're literally... It's like it's like a, like a, like a singing show where they're like, and you're safe like, yeah, they like where they're the- in the bottom two and it's yeah. like yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean it's or like the bottom five and they yeah. go down the line until it yeah. gets smaller and smaller and he starts with esther and he's like and you're lucky yeah and you're lucky to be alive like it's yeah. literally the most dramatic thing in yeah. t- true tj fashion and he does the same thing to josh he does the he's same like, thing to josh yeah he's like you broke some shit you said some shit you got in a fight but we'll keep he, you we'll keep you he josh. was harsh to josh too he was like you need to watch yourself and get yeah. your shit together because he straight up goes that was embarrassing he straight yeah. up goes that was embarrassing it was honestly i didn't think josh was that bad until he started bragging and dancing and whatever yeah. and breaking he, shit. until he became big brother josh right until he like kind of you know whatever but anyways we then get to fessy we all knew well, there was no, absolutely no doubt in my mind. Like if TJ, honestly, if TJ was like, you're staying, I would have turned off my television and walked away because that would have been ridiculous because there is a rule. You put your hands on someone, you're out. It's set in stone. People have gone home for less. So true. People have gone home for less. Yeah. I, 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 Fessy had to go home. He had yeah. to, it was, it was inevitable. I texted Lindsay, my reaction, not that you guys can see it, but my reaction was pretty like I, I was waiting for it to happen. And once it got to the point where Esther and Josh were both staying, I was like, oh my God, maybe they're gonna give Fessy the chance. I was like, maybe production really is sucking Fessy's dick yeah, that bad. No, absolutely not. Maybe it's it's that that deep. Maybe. And then TJ delivered the you've been deactivated. And I mean, that house, Josh immediately got really emotional. Josh, I think, felt really guilty. Yeah. I'm really curious to see if Josh's game is going to crumble based on the guilt of this factor. I really hope it doesn't because Josh deserves a good big game without Fessy. No offense. But I will say this whole people going home thing is starting to get ridiculous. We haven't had a partner elimination in, in a hot three, second. Three, four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, no, my literal caption to the picture I sent to Lindsay was, I'm surprised, but I'm not. Because I literally was just honestly so relieved to see that the challenge was upholding their morals because I really thought they weren't going to. I really thought that the challenge was going to suck Fessy's dick and be like, you can stay. I I was worried about Esther, to be totally honest. Yeah, Um, she threw a drink and Lindsay made a comment too. She was like, there's a, what did you say? I said that like people have been sent home for for less. Yeah, and I was and- like, there's, and I said that they're they're harder on the girls than they are on the boys. Like they'll let the boys go until they throw a punch. Like they'll sometimes let them like get chest to chest or push, like Fessy did, but not to the face. Yeah, um, it was the face I think that really. Yeah, threw. I think yeah, and like and the fact that Josh didn't retaliate either. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes with the girls, like they kick them out for like for getting too close to each other. Like they 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 categorize like girl fights like way lower down on the violence scale than boy fights um so i was worried about esther for that reason um thinking about like sylvia i think sylvia got sent home for like a headbutt or something stupid yeah sylvia it was still contact or kayla actually i think it was kayla like to sylvia but it was like it was something dumb i was like a guy never would have got sent home for that um, I think that they were really careful with that. Um, because, and I think too, it meant a lot that I really do believe that Esther and Amber B had a true makeup. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I think they the had a resolution real... helped with like, if, yeah. if they had gone on after the drink was thrown and like continued to be like, if Esther had acted like Josh did, 
after the drink was thrown, it would might have been a different story. Different story. Um, but I think that, yeah, because they both immediately, well, Amber stayed calm, but Esther immediately was able to calm down and be like, yeah, like it was heat of the moment, whatever, we're good. Well, not Esther good, but Esther like, was removed from the situation. And I think she, I read it as such embarrassment. Yeah, when she Amber definitely was, was sitting there being, because she kept just looking down at her feet. She couldn't keep eye contact with Amber. And I was like, you talk a lot of shit, babe. And you've been really powerful in this game. And you just sunk to a level that, you sunk to Fessy's level. And I was yeah. so hoping she wouldn't. Yeah, she, she blew did. up a game that was in a good spot. Yeah. By throwing and a drink. It cost Of her. all things. It cost yeah. her. But anyways, yeah, no. She got to a point, whatever embarrassed and i think that is why they kept her too she she definitely had a moment where and she's also brand new i feel like you can't like if it was camilla and camilla threw a drink on someone that might have been a different story because they know that she's volatile they yeah. know that that was there was no there was no nicey nice behind that that wasn't heat of the moment that was just yeah. camilla being yeah but, but yeah so fessy's out um and tj tj gets a little whack and he's like if you're not in the chamber in 15 minutes i'm making the decision i kind of wished that they weren't in the chamber just to see what tj would do wwtjd i literally but he basically drops this bomb that fessy is deactivated and in the same breath delivers and if you're not in the chamber in 15 minutes i'm choosing who's going in he's like 50 minutes go to the chamber let's go yeah literally he was like a military leader i was like aye aye sir (laughs) at ease like literally (laughs) that's what i felt mr tj as emmy would say mr (laughs) tj um but yeah and so then it's a big scuffle he's like he basically tells fessy he's like you have 15 minutes to get your shit and go you're done and then the rest of you have 15 minutes to get into the chamber and make a decision and the next 15 minutes is just all you know saying goodbye to fessy we have a moment between esther and fessy which is really cute um i do think that fessy i think that fessy will be a different person when he comes back i think he will come back I don't know. I think Esther taught him a lot. And I think being deactivated from a game is going to do him justice. I'm not saying it's going to make him bearable, but I do think it's going to change the way he plays the game. I mean, the fact that he watched double agents, saw the way he acted in the final and didn't change. I don't think this man can be embarrassed or changed. But beside the point, we say goodbye to Fessy. We have an Amanda Fessy moment. Everyone's like, Mm -hmm. Josh is crying, whatever. Casey's like, damn, R.I.P. Fessy. Poor Josh. But then... We go to the chamber and people are still not over it right when we first get in the chamber um because they kind of waste a lot of their time talking about fessy what yeah and the first two people to speak up basically casey and emmanuel sit down and they're like plead your case we want to hear it like things of shit has rocked the boat basically it's not that everybody is a clean slate but there's a lot of different factors now it's not the vet versus the rookies isn't the vets versus the rookies it's whatever people want to throw out there right now, Casey and Emmanuel are like, we're open to listening, plead your case. And the first two people to speak up or no, someone prompts them to speak up. I don't, I was it. I don't remember who. It was I don't Kevin. think so. No, you think Tori? Just no, I think, talking? I think Tori just spoke up on her own. Um, Maybe it was a confessional that had me like thrown off, but yeah. Tori immediately apologizes for the night before. She was like, it started as a joke. Amber, I'm sorry. Yeah. Immediately pleads her case. Corey then follows. It was a joke. Amber, I'm sorry. Esther, I'm sorry. Which honestly, good on Corey for apologizing to Esther because I do think Esther deserved an apology. She was nowhere near involved in that. She was basically a pawn in Fessy's game and sending Amber in. And she got her own game blown up because of something that Tori and Corey caused with Fessy and Amber. Yeah, but no, she didn't because no one asked her to insert herself into that fight. I No, fair enough. I think Esther took it into her own hands. Yeah, she entered that fight on purpose. So I don't... Oh, I don't think, I think that Corey I don't think Corey and Tori have a responsibility to Esther because they picked the fight between Fessy and Amber. Yes. But Amber, like you said earlier, Amber was talking to Fessy. Esther mm-hmm. inserted herself. So I don't I don't fault not Corey say- and Tori for Esther. I fault her, them for Amber and Fessy. No, I'm not saying I fault them, but I do applaud Corey for apologizing to Esther because that wasn't necessarily something she needed to get involved in. And sure, that was her fault for getting involved in it, whatever. But I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't think that they would have gone and gotten Josh and Fessy and started all that drama without involving Esther as well. I just think that there was some sort of other. I just, the fact that Esther's been talking about Amber for like more than a week now. Maybe. I just don't, I don't think that she got dragged into that. I think she put herself in that situation. But yeah, um, I am glad that Tori and Corey apologized in general though. Yeah, very big of them. Um, Devin, I think somebody calls them fake. I don't think it was Devin actually. Now that I say that, it was somebody else. It, I think it was like Kyle or something. No, Someone on confessional so. was just like, "Bruh, 
No, it was like Berna. I think it was like someone. It was like a rookie. It was Probably. not. I don't. Annoying, I don't think it was though. a vet. Um, but yeah. yeah, someone basically is like, I see right through you. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They move on. They keep talking about Fessy. I think Josh says something. Esther pops in there somewhere. Yeah. And then Nani's like, uh, we have a decision to make. Uh, we yeah. only have 20 minutes to do it. Let's move on. And then basically it ends. <laughs> there like is no other commentary, really. No, I mean, there's like a couple things. Like Esther Loki kind of volunteers um, where she's like, I don't even remember why she was saying. Well, she was she like, I want to pick my partner. And she attacks Amber a little bit too. She does go for Amber's neck. Um, I forgot about that actually. Yeah. She just is like, what does fake. she say? She says something like she said, oh, the line she calls her, her a snake. Been saying yeah. about her being like fake and stuff and like, like playing the victim, I guess. But like girl, chill, like literally girl, chill. It's Fessy's gone. The beef is gone. Let it go. Yeah. I think she was really, fa- I, oh, so annoying. We were, we kept saying that Esther was a rookie to watch, rookie to watch, rookie to watch. She and she really blew it up was. for no reason. Over she being blew petty. it up for no. She she let Fessy blow it up for her. She let Fessy blow it up for her. But it's a it's a revolving partner game. So she could have let Fessy do dumb shit, stayed uninvolved, let him fight with Amber, and then it never would have been her problem. I mean, I guess so. But at that point, she was so loyal to Fessy, she let Fessy in her head. Right, but I still like the action she took was her own action. Nobody, no one dragged her into it. No, but she did it to defend Fessy. She didn't do it for any other reason. And so she let Fessy ruin her game, in my opinion. I hope we see her again, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, oops, oops, spoiler alert. I didn't, I don't know. She soured on me this episode, but up until this episode. Me too, but I'm pissed that she let Fessy in her head that bad because I really think it was Fessy. But again, I don't think, especially like, We'll get to it later, but the way she acted after the elimination, I was like, that's pure Esther. I know. I was like, who else acted like that? Oh, never mind. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But anyways, yeah, no, Esther makes a couple of comments. Devin, I know, makes a couple of comments, but nothing like Devin anybody. just keeps agreeing with people. He keeps going, yeah. I concur. Like, shut up, Devin. <laughs> I love him. He's playing such a smart game right now. We Really quick sidebar. We didn't hear basically at all from Devin, Kyle, or CT until the very end. Like yeah. CT we heard at the very end for obvious reasons, which we'll talk about, but we didn't hear from like those big three people we've been hearing from a lot. Cause they're just letting the clowns run the circus until it's their turn. I loved it. But yeah, no, going into this episode, I mean, the rookies were kind of living their best life. Like they were pretty much in the clear. They, everyone was hopeful that it was just going to be a female elimination. That was another conversation that went on in the chamber. Like it gets to a point like, it's a female elimination, fine, but they are talking about Fessy, but they need to decide who's going in. Esther kind of volunteers herself, but doesn't. And then did anything else substantial happen in the chamber? No, Esther volunteers herself, goes after Amber for no reason. And then they're like, the person with no partner is an easy target. Everyone vote Esther. Yeah. And then basically TJ is like, your 20 minutes are up. And I felt like this was the first time where TJ had actually like cut them off. Yeah. Because Casey had started to say something. I think. Casey had started to say and something. And they got cut off. Yeah, it, this felt like the first time where they actually used the full 20 minutes. And I felt like we heard most of what was said in the 20 minutes. Yeah. So whatever. Elimination voting happens and the person going in ends up being Esther and Fessy. Fessy's obviously not here anymore, so it's just Esther. And I do think the fact that this was strictly a female elimination, that was their thought process. I thought that I think that was literally the only reason I think nobody else wanted the blood on their hands. Yeah, I think it was an easy move. Yeah, I think it was so easy. Oh, after she basically was like fine i'll take it going in blah 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 whatever she almost yeah. like she didn't volunteer well, she like, once, took it discouragingly once like, someone I'll take it fine once someone says their own name there's no reason to like waste your vote on anybody else because it's free exactly it's literally it's free real estate so Why like fuck yourself over yeah exactly so like the huey emmy plan goes out by the wayside because it's like we can just vote for them next week we can vote exactly. for them the week after that we can vote for them whenever we want someone said their own name so i'm gonna say it too and that ends up being how it goes. Uh, Esther's going into elimination. That's that. Weird. Weird. All around weird two episodes. Like, it's, yeah. This whole sequence so far has been not predictable nope. whatsoever. However, I have to say thus far, very entertaining to watch. Yeah, it's good. It's good gameplay. Seven, episode seven, boring. I'm not going to lie. Boring through and through. They throw in the little Nani Casey shit makes it entertaining it's the only good part of the episode <laughs> the cliffhanger entertaining fine whatever the club scene regular club scene but entertaining enough and i think the production really did do a good job of ext- 
I see why it's 19 episodes. Like I see, like it could have been it's 18. too many. I know it's too many, but it, I see where it could have been 18. They could have cut these two episodes together easily. But yeah, I digress. Anyways, thoroughly entertaining two episodes, despite there being nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when we leave the chamber, there's a little bit of game talk um, that happens. Um, we get sort of Emmy and Emmanuel having a little alliance conversation um, where Emmy's like, do I want to go? I kind of want to go. Should I go? And Emmanuel's like, yes, you're going to win. Well, yeah. You got this. Pick she, kind of has, she kind of has a moment where she's like, I don't have to go into elimination. Why would I risk it? Like, you're my friend. Yeah. I know you'll pick somebody else. What? Honestly, I thought it was a smart reevaluation on Emmy's part. I didn't think she had this capability to be like, I have options now because I like, if I'm going to say I wanted to go to elimination and pull out, now is the time to do it because right. my best, arguably one of my best friends in the right. house is in charge. So exactly. this would have been the time where she was like, nope, I want to wait. And they have other options. So they it's not like she's options. fucking them over by changing her mind. They'd be like, right. okay, so we'll move on to plan B then. Yeah, um, whether that's Amber B yeah, or speaking, Priscilla or Bettina. Speaking of the other options, we yeah. have stick up her ass Berna mm-hmm. um, goes up to Casey. Still making still Goes making up comments. to Casey, like goes out of her way to go up to a person. She's not in the alliance with a person of power. And she goes... Um, I think you should send in Amber B because she's fake. Like literally like makes a point. And this is where CT, not, not me missing this entire part of yeah. the episode. CT at the same time is having a little conversation with Tori where he's like, I got to get out of this, bro. This girl is a loose cannon. She is playing recklessly. Yeah. She's going to fuck up my game. Take he, her away. He had made a comment during the daily in episode seven where he was like, we, I don't know what happened, but we fell off the face of this earth after the win that we had there's no communication. There's nothing like he was like, this is not working anymore. What the fuck is going on? He, so this has been a feeling he's had now for a few days. Like this isn't just all of a sudden like, Oh, I want to turn my back on Berna. He's been feeling this for a minute. Yeah. He's starting to see the dark side of Berna. Yeah. Which I mean, she's fucking Nelson. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, so like as a result of these two conversations that happen, Emmanuel and Casey have a conversation where he's like, I'm scared if I say Emmy, then my best friend going home is going to be on my conscience. And she's like, yeah, we could say Amber. That would be a good move because she's probably after us after everything that happened. And it's easy for me to explain, hey, she got my boy sent home, you know? So they definitely are making it look like there's a sort of back and forth going on in Emmanuel and Casey's decision. Um, yeah. But we don't find out until we get to the lair. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then we get to the lair. The lair. Very ominously. Well, <laughs> not really. As I, Well, I left it off very ominously with yeah. my dun, dun, dun. Well, it is ominous because we walk in and what do we see? We see dun, dun, dun. a skinny hallway. One skinny hallway with a lot of chicken wire. <laughs> yeah. This is... The weirdest configuration of a hall brawl in the history of hall brawls. It also looks like there's some snakes at the bottom. Why did they just put ropes at the bottom? Like, if my ass was running in there, I would have sprained two ankles. Like, absolutely no chance. I think I literally would have just crawled along the side. I would have been like, don't worry about me. I'll just take my time. Like, this wasn't this. I don't even think you can call this a hall brawl. I think that, like, if we're going to be tracking hall brawl stats across the challenge, I don't think this one qualifies. I mean... It's different because of the climbing part too. Yeah. Okay. It's but not a traditional- While you guys are confused. It's a um, funky hall brawl. Anyways, it's a funky hall brawl. Basically the situation is it's the same gen- general setup as the hall brawl, similar like two foot, three foot wide hallway. Run made- full speed at your opponent. Run full speed at your opponent. However, the walls of the hallway aren't plexiglass or plastic or glass, whatever. It's made of this chicken wire chicken fencing wire. type material. I don't know what the fuck to call it. Like it it's was chicken not- wire. Yeah. It was chicken wire and the bells that you have to hit on either side are actually about like 10 feet. I would say maybe a little lower, not eight to 10 feet. Yeah. Like no deeper than sw- let's, let's say like swimming pool, deep end deep. See, it's funny. Cause I was picturing a basketball hoop. So I'm glad that we both have one specific unit of measure that yeah. comes from two different sports. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Can you tell what sports we play growing up? <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So there's a basketball hoop or not a basketball. Uh, fuck yes, me. A basketball hoop. There's a basketball hoop. No, there's a bell about let's say eight to 10 feet above where they're sta- like above the ground. 
And the goal is to basically do a hall brawl, but instead of running as fast as you can, you need to get past your partner and then climb up the chicken wire and to whack hit the, the opposite bell. Interesting take on a hall brawl. I'm not going to lie. I hate it. Anyway. I, it's not your classic hall brawl, which I see why people who are love tradition would be so upset. I think I was more mad about the ropes than I was about the chicken wire. What rope? Oh, at the, the ropes on the floor for no yeah, reason. So then there's all of these random ropes, like, like low, they look like snakes basically coiled into this tiny hallway. Like I hate them. there's no ground to step on. It's all ropes. Yeah. I think they did this because they couldn't get live snakes. <laughs> I don't think that's why. Um, but anyway, I like to believe. Um, so we know our girl Esther's going down. And then it's, we were left off on a little back and forth between the agency on who they planned on sending down. Um, and they cut to commercial like 86 times before they let us hear Emmanuel say, I'm going to take this responsibility and I'm going to help my friend get a good partner because I have faith that she's going to come out of this thing. So he votes Emmy and Casey's like, yeah, what my partner said. So it's going to be Emmy versus Esther in a wacky, wacky hall brawl. Yeah. So Lindsay and I had had a conversation about halfway through this episode and I was like, oh, I wonder if it'll be Amber B versus Emmy. That was what my gut feeling was telling me. I didn't know. It just, it was a gut feeling I had, but I was like, oh, Amber B versus Emmy. Cause it makes sense. I think Casey would totally vote in Amber B. And I said, oh no, 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 no. She will not. I said, if Amber B is going in, it's, she's going to have been the house vote. But at this point, I was still pretty sure that Emmy was going to be the house vote. I didn't know that we were flipping over to the Esther side of things. But I was saying, Casey and Emmanuel are both way too level-headed and, like, big-picture thinkers to make an emotional decision like, oh, Amber B got in a fight last night with Fessy, so now we're sending her in. I just didn't think – I think Casey thinks for the long, like longevity of her game and not for, like, vindictive, like, in the moment because of what happened last night. So I was like, I don't see – Casey throwing in Amber B. Um, I thought she was going to toss Bettina in there against Emmy because they, Emmanuel obviously wants Emmy to come back and Bettina's, no one's going to, no one's going to care if you throw her in. Who's going to be mad? Her partner, Corey? No, like no one's going to be mad. I do. I do think that was the original plan. And then after the whole Fessy, Josh blowout situation, I think that things changed. Yeah. I I do. Esther being left with no partner and her kind of volunteering herself is why the plan changed. True. I do still think had Emmanuel and Emmy not have been friends, I do think Casey would have sent in Amber. And I stand by that. I still disagree. I don't think, I think Casey like seemed to be like pondering that more than she was. Um, also, we had this conversation before Berna went to her. So it was before we that even happened. Before that but happened. I don't, I really don't think she would have done it. But anyways, just wanted to point out the different theories we had had. Um, but yeah, so it ends up being Emmy versus Esther. And honestly, had this been a regular hall brawl, I don't know who would have won. Yeah. I think it's clear. Yeah, because- I think it's fairly clear after the hall brawl has gone down that I think it would have been a lot closer, but I do think it would have still had the same outcome. The but first I- point I think yeah. would have been the same. I think Emmy wins that first yep. point because she was so close to the side. The only reason it took her so long was because she had to climb. Like if she just yeah. had to get out of it, she just would have dragged Esther with her. And I would also bell. say that the, this hall brawl was also very different because of the climbing factor. You did have that sort of opportunity to pull your partner down. You had, it wasn't just get past your partner. It was stop your partner from passing you. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's been a very strong thing in hall brawls where it's been TJ has even popped in sometimes and he's been like, do not do that to your partner. Like, yeah. do not do that to do not do that to the person you're going against rather do not hold that person down let them go and run it's a yeah. it's a it's a race with a little it's a bit shitty of strategy every person who yeah. does that who like falls at their feet and holds on to them loses every Correct. single time it's also but, not the point of the game and so well, i think that's where yeah but no. that's not why it's problematic right but i do think that tj has an immense f immense hate against people who literally are on their only goal is to stop their partner not pass their part part pass their enemy whatever the fuck the you word you're looking it. for is opponent that's the um, word i'm looking for i literally couldn't think of it i know um but yeah so i think that the climbing aspect is why esther's strategy was even like slightly useful but yeah so that first point i think emmy wins but the second one i think the second point without the climbing aspect because what happened was esther's arms are just a little bit shorter than emmy's yeah, she literally her fingertips were right at the bell and then emmy hit hers so i think that if that one was just a straight run esther could have got the second point and that might have shifted the momentum and who knows what would have happened on the third point yeah. so uh, yeah i think the climbing aspect is what decided this one 
Yeah. I also think that too, um, I, I think Esther's mental game wasn't there entirely. Um, she was down a partner. She was trying to kind of climb back up from where the down position she already was it wasn't the opponent she expected yeah not expected either amber or bettina she did not think that emmanuel was going to say emmy's name yeah which honestly props to emmanuel and emmy because that was i'm excited to see if they end up which i said this uh, a couple weeks ago and then esther now is going home so i don't know what this does for the challenge but I'm excited to see that if their alliance continues and then has any serious like impact on the game, because I think that between the fact that Emmanuel set up so strongly for success with Casey and Emmy now being set up for success where she yeah, is, which, we'll, that's which a dangerous, we'll get to in a minute. That's a dangerous two teams. That's a really dangerous two teams and two very strong. We've had our issues with Emmy. Don't get me wrong. You cannot deny when that comes to a, it comes to a physical challenge, that girl can play the game. Yeah. <laughs> She's a little so, bit scary. Yeah. I do not want to go against her at all. But. I if I I think that if I were to have to go against Emmy in a hall brawl, I would have done exactly what Esther did and just grabbed onto her leg and prayed I didn't die. Also, I want to rewind for a hot second. Who is in charge of labeling the uniforms this year? Because goddamn, I could not tell who was who for half of this hall brawl. True. I could not tell who nothing was labeled. They have only on the front of their jersey in like size 12 times new Roman font (laughs) does it say their names. And it was whack because the girls have these stupid like like spaghetti string tank tops that looked so dumb over the shoulder pads. I was like, who was in charge of the uniforms this year? Because they are bad. I miss the big old leggings. The big old tag on their helmet and on the back of their shirts that says their name and on the ass. It doesn't it doesn't say it on the ass anymore. I'm like, I need their name everywhere so I know who You're the like, hell I'm is. I'm looking who. at their asses. Why isn't their name there too? It I was looking for a name anywhere in the uniform. I think the only place it is is on the front, right? Under where it says the challenge. Yeah. No, I don't totally understand that. You know, that's two, not helpful. I don't know if anybody noticed when they first when Ezra and Emmy first made that initial contact, the first round of the hall brawl. The GoPros went. The GoPros go flying. I literally, I wrote that down. I go, not the GoPros evacuating. Like they were like goodbye. I don't know what adhesive they use. The production the- assistant that was responsible for screwing those GoPros on is fired. I got a little bit triggered, to be honest. I once lost a GoPro so- in the bottom of a lake because it fell off my chest harness. So as those GoPros flew, I was like, damn, that's what happened to me. It was absolutely I need a minute. Absolutely I need a triggering. Minute. But no, I just literally saw the GoPros go flying and I literally was like, are those, are those the GoPros? Yeah. I want to see no. that footage. I Honestly, I hope we get it on the challenge, like Instagram page or Twitter page. I think page. we should all start DMing the challenge. Please, if you see <laughs> Give this, me that D- footage. DM the challenge, say we want the GoPro footage. <laughs> but yes, Esther ends up unfortunately losing this elimination. I wanted to see her play without Fessy, to be honest with you, and I'm sad we don't get it anyways we lose esther to to emmy sorry bye girl (laughs) bye um and we end up having a situation with because it's only female partner we've seen this the last three weeks they get to either choose to stay with the partner they're with which would be huey or they get to infiltrate and emmy ends up choosing uncle no surprise considering she signed it in hot sauce it was the whole point of the episode uncle ct whole point uncle ct getting us back to the title um, but yes, she ends up choosing CT. Lindsay and I just mentioned it. Between her, Emmy and CT, and Manuel and Casey, trouble is a Bruin. Absolutely. Trouble is a Bruin. 100%. Well, when Emmy makes her pick, um, we get a little bit of protest from Berna. Of course we Who do, feels betrayed Berna because she got Berna played. also ends up with Huey now. That's the other partnership to get that yeah. out of the way. The girl okay. got played. Emmy literally, like, <laughs> this was cut to, like, in her conversation with the vets earlier. But she literally said to Berna, she was like, nah, we good. We align. I'm not going to steal Uncle CT. Fat chance. I want Uncle CT for myself. I don't give a shit about you. She signed her name in hot sauce. She signed her name in hot sauce. But yes, no, they have a moment and Berna pulls a um, Esther. And then who was the other person that called? Tasha everybody? also threw Tasha a Tasha yeah. just pulls the whole thing in elimination, which um, actually. Well, Berna's actually was different because she was like scary calm like it was the kind of mad that like makes me want to run for the hill she just like was like declaring war she was like she was going to eat all of your babies i was like i am afraid for my life and i didn't even do anything yeah no she was like i don't give a shit what partner you pick i'm coming for you i was like oh 
Maddie from Euphoria vibes. That's all I got. That's all <laughs> yeah, I got. Except no, because Berta sucks. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Child. Anyway. Yeah, Esther, Esther on her way out started also just, had like, a moment yelling at Amber B. I was like, girl, move on. It's over. It's really over. She didn't do anything to you. I'm getting sick and tired of these last words leaving the lair. I'm like, because take, they're not even good. Like, take, I love a good elimination blow up when, like, they're right. Tatcha? loved tatcha loved she was wrong well, no I she disagree. was wrong fine she but wrong. it was entertaining and it was the first one so I it was fine i just get bothered when they're saying bullshit fair enough like it's entertaining when they're right that's why i love people like Devin because he doesn't when he's yelling at someone he's not making it up like he's telling yeah. the truth he'll make it up to their face yeah but we have a couple of blowouts um by esther by berna whatever ends up being the case that it's emmy and ct and it's berna and huey Berna and Huey are the obvious. Berna and Huey still, are going in. We still have a rookie, rookie pair. But they might win. Yes. So moving on. We, Next we have no fan. We have no fantasy this week. Lindsay is a stressed out engineering student. Just, Being a student is happening. hard. Also, nobody cares. About- <laughs> well, I care. I was winning, okay. so I care. So you care. <laughs> We will be back with fantasy next week if it, I have to do it. If I have to do it, we will be back with fantasy. Okay, next I'll send you the resources. Please but send them to me. Yeah. But anyways, next um, week we got some. We got some swimming. We got more jet skis, which I am mad about. No, it um, doesn't look like jet skis. It looks like the little bubble things that have their motor to themselves, so they don't. No, have to it, rely it looks on like they're getting stuff. towed the same way they were in the uh, stupid other swimming challenge. It looks like this. And then we got some some climbing on ships some and stuff. Puzzles. I like this theming. This looks fun. We got a puzzle. It um, looks it looks like a longer good challenge. And in my they're opinion. trying to convince us that Berna and Huey might win. Yeah. Something in me is telling me they're gonna finish like sixth. Um, <laughs> but like the preview is like trying to make us think that the vets are a little nervous that they might win it. Yeah. Um, which honestly, that would make good TV. So I kind of hope they do. I am excited, honestly, for next. I want to see the vets duke it out. They didn't hype up. They didn't hype up the challenge enough for it to be like, ooh, like runways, airplanes, helicopters, whatever. But they did hype it in, up enough for it to be important to the plot. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. Anyways. That's it for this week's episode. Considering we have no fantasy, we will see you next week. Um, hopefully on the correct day again. Anyways, as always, day. I'm Emily. And I'm Lindsay. And make sure you watch next week's episode of The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies um, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, girl. Question mark? I don't know. Yeah, girl. All right. Deuces. Bye. Bye.